Hey everybody, this is George Trombley and you are listening to the Secrets of Japanese podcast where we learn Japanese and right now we're going through hiragana and we've done a little bit of grammar but today we're going to have to learn some more hiragana and we're going to have to learn some more of the words that are associated with that hiragana. So we're going to be finishing off what we started yesterday in episode 14. This is episode 15. We're going to be doing the chisai tsu words, words that contain a super, super important part of Japanese words. It's the small tsu. Now, earlier in another prior podcast, we learned and we've stressed it over and over again, these long vowels okay that are containing a e u e o these lengthened sounds they're super important for example if you go to the resource page let me make sure we're all on the same page go to www.secretsofjapanese.com slash resources then click on the hiragana practice sheets and then in there scroll down to the most important hiragana words list number three and we'll just do a little bit of a review because we're talking about almost the opposite of what these lengthened words uh, were. Okay, so we need to know what those were first. So let's look at chisai. Chisai. Chisai means small. It can never be chisai. It'll never be that. It must be chisai. Chisai all blended together. Go a little bit further down the list and we have the word for far, which is toi. Toi, it's to-o-i. Toi, it can never be toi. Toi, okay? It's toi. Now what we're doing, though, is we're going to be adding this silent character. It is a tsu, but it is not red. All this does is put a space right before the next character. And I would argue there's a slight, just a slight amount of stress on that character when it pops up. It might be a mental thing, though. It might not really be there. There might not really be a stress. You're not going to say, like, uh, kakoi. You're not going to be doing it like that. It's just kakoi, kakoi. And, uh, you know, while I was doing the live stream here earlier, while I was prepping for this podcast, someone pointed out that kakoi, which is two lengthened sounds and one of those little tsus, it's koi. And they had said, hey, that's spelled wrong. And, you know, when I first made it, I was like, really? I, It's not when I looked it up in the dictionary to make sure I wasn't doing it uh, wrong. I'm pretty sure it was kakoi, but he's right. I always remember being kakoi without the u to lengthen the ko. It turns out both are okay. Okay. There's an abbreviated version of it normally written with katakana, which we don't know yet, but that would be kakoi, kakoi. And this one is kakoi, kakoi, okay? So we must say the little space there right before the ko, kakoi. And this doesn't mean cool as in temperature. It means like a cool style. Like you have good style, you're cool, okay? Next one is a cafe or like a coffee shop or a little tea house. These are called kisaten, 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 okay? There's only one Tsu in the word, it's right before the sa, kisa tank. Now, sometimes you'll hear it just called a kisa, kisa all by itself can also mean a cafe. All right, I hope we've been using a lot of soap during 
the coronavirus. Okay. Uh, right now, just to let you know, I'm recording this April 16th, 2021. And for those of you that don't know, we're still in a pandemic at this time. Uh, it's been over a year since the pandemic started and we're still all wearing masks in stores. I don't know what's happening in the future. Uh, I have had at this point, just one of the Pfizer vaccine shots. I have the next one in the next two weeks and I'll be, uh, it'll take another two weeks after that. I'll be fully vaccinated. I am happy about that. Some people are not happy about that. Uh, but I hope that this is like five years later and you're listening and maybe you're up on the, uh, the Facebook group or the website or whatever, and you're going to comment on it and you're going to tell me exactly what happened. That's going to be fun. By the way, speaking of that, before I get to the next word, uh, we did create a Facebook group. Okay. So if you go to the front page, you'll see there's a link to it. If you go to www.secretsofjapanese.com, there is now a link to the Facebook group. And in there, every time a new episode goes up, you will get notified. And it's the only place so far that we can leave comments about each video. So if you have a question, if you've noticed that, that I made a mistake, if you think something's off or something was awesome, either way, I don't mind. Please go up to the Facebook group and make a posting on that particular episode's post, okay? Which gets automatically updated once I release. Also, if you have not, sorry, I don't mean to make this one of those like telling you all the resources but if you have not yet signed up for our mailing list you might regret it because right now whoever signs up for the mailing list gets one of the first 100 spots on our discord which i'm in there all the time like you can just pm me you can say hey george i have a question and i'll probably answer it because there's only 100 people in there right now there's like about 30 or 40 I, I don't know where we are at least around 30 but so there's still like 60 slots it's absolutely free there's no, uh, there's nothing that's coming later. The only thing that might happen is I might say, hey, I have a cool deal to get books. I have a cool deal for this course. I might be offering something down the road because keep in mind why I am doing the Secrets of Japanese initially is purely to learn how to market things because I have never marketed and I don't like marketing, but apparently that's what you have to do in business. So, uh, so the way that you get into that discord is by giving me your email address and giving me permission to email you every now and then. All right. Does that sound fair? I mean, I feel like that sounds fair. Hey, get all the access to these resources for free. And every now and then I'll send you an email that might offer you something that would honestly, I promise you be way better value than anything you could get by buying everything separately. I do have that planned coming up soon. All right. Now getting back to our words, I hope we're all using soap. That's where it started. And man, did I take about a five minute detour? Uh, soap in Japanese is, Sekken. Now, this N sound, we didn't really talk about it too much before, but it's in the back of your mouth. It's ng, ng. It's more like an, almost like an NG. It's not ng. It's not like a front sound N, okay? Sekken. Sekken. All right. School. Very important word. Gakko. Gakko. Okay. This is great because it's got an extender, a lengthened one with ko. And it's got the gakko, gakko. If you said gakko, they wouldn't understand. If you said gakko, they wouldn't understand. If you said gakko, they wouldn't understand. It wouldn't make sense. It would sound weird. You might possibly be saved by the context of the sentence. And if the rest of your Japanese was pretty bad, like let's say the rest of your Japanese was really sloppy, they'd probably overcompensate and understand you. But if your Japanese is relatively good and you make that mistake, 
they're not going to be expecting it. For example, if you're like, that's all wrong. Like the accent's all wrong. And you didn't say, you said, gago. They would understand because it's all bad. And they're, they're going to put like a compensation filter on what you're saying. Okay. But if your Japanese is good and most people can nail the Japanese accent pretty good. Okay. Because it's only, ah, e, u, e, o. When I'm in Japan and I go through drive throughs I often am mistaken for Japanese. If I call someone on the phone, I'm mistaken for Japanese. Once they don't see your face and they just hear your Japanese, they just assume you're Japanese and they don't have any of the visual blinding you know there, there's a little bit of when they see your face they hear a slight accent when they don't see your face they hear a perfect accent okay but uh so make sure you say gakko all right now uh next word is semester or a term like if you're a college student or uh, someone in high school this is an important word gakki gakki little two if you don't have the little two in there and say gakki it means brat Okay, you don't want to say brat when you mean to say gakki, gakki. All right, magazine, zashi, zashi. And you can hear it, that space is there, zashi. When you record these sounds and then look at these sounds, there's a visual space. There is nothing there. And it, the next sound is always a little bit higher coming after that space. All right. Three things. Now, we do not know how to count things yet. Japanese has a variety of counting systems. There's mainly two, but everything that they count, they count based on object type. This is part of the generic object type. Don't worry about it right now. I'm just priming you for it. We are going to learn how to count things somewhere in this, in these um, podcasts coming up. I haven't decided when, but it will be coming up eventually. Once we know all of the hiragana, we can we can we can go balls out on this and, and learn a lot of things. So three things is mitsu mitsu four things yotsu yotsu results the results of like a test or some uh, like let's say you went to get a corona PCR test. Okay. Kekka kekka is results. Blood sugar. Let's say you have diabetes. This would be a very important word for you. Blood sugar is keto. Keto. Now I'll give you one more word. The um, the blood sugar amount is ketochi. Ketochi. For those of you that have diabetes, we I, I will make sure. I'll try to remember to put diabetes as a word once we get to the ability to use that word. So if you have diabetes, which is unfortunately getting more and more common in America. Uh, type 2 diabetes at least because of all the sugar that we drink and eat all right now another you'll see a pattern here the third of the month like what you know my birthday is october 3rd it's not it's october 29th but let's say it was the third you would say october in japanese and then you'd say mika mika the third the fourth yoka yoka now i don't have it here but i probably should have put it we could say yoka so there's yoka, which means the fourth, but yoka with a lengthener instead of a chisaitsu is the eighth of the month. Your own husband, this should probably say my husband, it's otto, otto. If you shortened it and didn't have the little tsu in there and said otto, it means sound, okay? Otto means my husband, otto means sound. 
Okay, oto. Okay, the first floor in a building is ikai, ikai. All right, and marriage. Kekong, kekong. All right, so that is the most important hiragana words list three. We've wrapped it up. We did part of that uh, on the last episode, but I want to keep going one more row. Let's move to scroll down a little bit in the resources and look at the most important hiragana words list number four. We're going to go through na, ni, nu, ne, no words, okay? And I like to put the, I try to like put all of the adjectives up top. I feel like we're going to know a lot of adjectives after this. And I try to keep verbs at the bottom. All right, here we go. Kanashi. Kanashi. Notice that we have an elongated and a lengthened sound with shi. Kanashi. Sad. Bitter. Nigai. 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 Few. Skunai. Skunai. Uh, by the way, uh, today was another day where I couldn't get Kanako uh, Sensei to help us out, but Kanako will be on tap for us uh, starting next week. Uh, I'm trying to plan these a little bit early. We'll do it a little bit earlier in the night, and that means we'll be able to get her. Maybe I'll be doing it about three to four hours earlier, and then we'll be able to have her read them instead of the, uh, the foreigner that I am. I, I know everyone wants to hear a native Japanese voice. But they have said, you know, there, uh, there's a weird study that I read that when you're learning a language, it's actually easier to hear the native language said from someone from your own tongue because it's, it's a, a similar pitch in the voice. Not pitch, but there's something about the sound that makes it easier for you to understand it in the earlier stages. I don't know if that's true, but that's something I read. Post on the Facebook page if you saw it. All right. Uh, few, like not a many of something is skunai. Skunai. Fun. Are we having fun, guys? Tanoshi. Tanoshi. If you want to say it's fun, remember the grammar that we learned yesterday. We can just say Tanoshi des. It's fun. Tanoshi des. All right. A crocodile and or an alligator is Wani. 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 Country. Kuni, kuni, woman, onna, onna. Now, this almost sounds like it's a lengthened sound, but it is not. It's super important that when you have an un in the middle of the word like this, that it also gets said. It would never be ona, never ona. It's onna, 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 all blended, onna. Okay, a girl, a child is onnanoko, onnanoko, onnanoko. Make sure you hit that un. All right, price, the price of something. Nedang, nedang. And what? What is nani? <laughs> Nani? Nani? You can use that all alone. You'd be like, someone says something, Nani? What? Now, it is a little bit rude if you don't know the person. We'll learn how to say it another way, a little bit more polite way. But amongst friends, someone says something, you just say, mm? Nani? What? Nani? Okay. Dog. Inu. 
Inu. All right. Money. One of the most important things. That and uh, I guess relationships and family. But uh, hey, money is kind of important. Okane. Okane. Older sister. Onesan. Again, we have a lengthener. Onesan. Onesan. I can't tell you how important these lengtheners are. When you don't use the lengtheners, you sound bad. And and if your Japanese is relatively good accent-wise and you don't say the lengthener, it will be misunderstood. The only way you're going to get away with not lengthening it properly is if your Japanese is bad. If it's really, really bad and they're kind of overcompensating, like I said earlier. So please don't mess this up. Okay, two more words, guys. Summer is natsu. Natsu. And to die is shinu. Shinu. You can literally just say, ah, oh, shinu. I'm going to die. Shinu. I'm going to die. All right. That's it. Now, tomorrow, we're going to do ha hi fuheho. Bobby boo ba And you can do a little bit of homework tonight. Not only should you go through the words that we just did, but you should also maybe look ahead and do the ha hi hu he ho. And then I will add another word list tomorrow uh, and I'll have papi uh, pu on there also. And I'll probably just finish off the list and have mami mu and mo, la di do And guess what? We will be done with the first parts of hiragana. Then we just have to do compound hiragana and we will be done. Can you imagine that? Also, notice that on the list I did add now uh, downloadable worksheets for uh, number nine. Uh, worksheet number nine for la di dudero, and there is now also a word list. That is it, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, make sure that you sign up for the mail list. Make sure you sign up for the Facebook page, and please, above anything, do not stop your momentum. If you stop this early on, you will forget what you learned. But if you keep going, we will make progress, and you will one day speak fluent Japanese. I promise. It can happen. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've seen many, many, many people fail and many succeed. And the ones that succeed are universally the ones that just didn't stop. It's time into a language that gives you fluency. It's nothing to do with your study method. It's nothing to do with what book you use. It's all about access to the language, how many people you talk to, how many mistakes you make, how long do you keep going? It's a numbers game. Do not fool yourself into thinking, I must have the greatest book. I must have, I must go to Japan. None of that is true. It's just, you have to have effort and time in. And hopefully we can make it easy by learning effective words, more common words instead of really weird words. I would highly recommend you don't flip around in the dictionary and learn words there because again, like I said in a prior podcast, it is unreliable. Okay, that's it, guys. I'm rambling. I'll see you all on the next Secrets of Japanese. Bye-bye. You left behind, you left behind.